0: Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, Episode Number Five. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Desperate housewives fan podcast my name is cliff ravenscraft
1: i'm stephanie ravenscraft
0: tonight we're gonna be talking about the best episode of desperate housewives to date season five episode number four back in business So, Stephanie, is it a little presumptuous of me to say this is the best episode ever, considering the fact that there are like four seasons worth of stuff I haven't seen yet?
1: No, no, I think that the title is absolutely fitting with this episode. Okay, I, I obviously the obviously the title "Back in Business" has a lot to do with the actual show, but um, but it's it's like the show is back in business now that fr- they they have. They've given us enough story um, to kind of patch in the last five years, you know, the five years with, with the jump. And now they are back in business. They are writing um, just these amazing stories. And I it, it was really good.
0: I have to agree. I have to agree. And, you know, I really want to get in and I just want to spend a lot of time talking about everything that was awesome about this episode the only thing is, though, is is I really, really, really feel bad that I saw the previews for next week because Why? I'm not I'm not looking forward to next week. Oh, okay. Because I, I I'm just a little upset. We'll talk about that at the end, just in case there are some people okay. who don't watch the previews and right and, and you know what I'm I normally do like spoilers for the most part, except for Lost. I'm a little I'm on the fence on that <laughs> right. one, but. The, the thing is, is I normally don't mind these things, but knowing what I know about going into next week after having last week's episode and then this week's episode, I'm like, you know, I, I'm really comfortable just moving forward from this point forward. All right. Okay. So woo, I'm
1: confused. <laughs> I, remind <laughs> so me. at I'm the really end, hoping you fill me in. Remind me.
0: You have to remind me at here the end. or
1: or when we're finished no. But no I'm we- really confused
0: at the end of this episode okay. before we stop recording we'll let people know we'll talk about the pre- okay. matter of fact watch this I'm writing this down <gasps>
1: look you could just write it on your preview on your talk note. yeah okay um, got so it so I know that our good friend Chef Mark is congratulations uh, to him absolutely was gonna say that
0: yes um, re- that wasn't Mar-
1: what I was gonna say first but I was gonna say
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> remarkable palette podcast was nominated in the food and drink category for a People's Choice Award uh, for podcast awards if you go over to podcastawards.com. So congratulations. And Beth is in the uh, chat room. She says, congrats to you guys. And Stephanie and I were honored, uh, you know, to to accept some nominations ourselves and we'll talk more about that in upcoming episodes i'm sure yeah we'll be releasing like a whole network wide uh, announcement and if you're not on the mailing list you definitely want to get on the mailing list and the best way to do it honestly is just to send me an email saying uh to feedback at gspn.tv and say put me on the list and I'll get you on the mailing list. That,
1: that's the way Because do it. we're Because
0: we're going to start, we're going to be firing up a newsletter here in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be monthly. Uh, it may be bi-weekly, but I, I, it could be monthly. I'm not sure yet. But we're anyway, you want to be on the mailing list. Lots of exciting things happening here. Uh, so anyway, Stephanie, what yes. were you going to say about Chef Mark?
1: I was just going to say that when we start, um, we should... He, because he's in the chat and he's in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we should start from the beginning of your notes and work our way in chronological order tonight. We'll
0: try to do that, but <laughs> I'm not making any promises, and Chef Mark. He
1: understands and respects he, that. Yes. He does. Absolutely. He, he said, it's your show. Feel free.
0: Okay. So here's the deal. I want to start off with what I thought was brilliant writing. Okay. I loved Miss, Miss Butter's pictures. I love that she does that every year, that that they wrote that into the story, that she does it every year, and that she thinks it's important that parents see the way that their kids see their family. Yeah,
1: that's scary. Yeah. That's really scary, because we learned in a parenting class um, when Megan was a toddler that what your kids say to people about your family can really tell a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so, anyway, it was hilarious. You know, that's actually the same actress who kicked Lynette's boys out of kindergarten. Is it really? Yeah, that's the same oh, teacher. Oh, don't ruin
0: that stuff for me. Oh, but, You've seen uh, that already. Oh, so it, it's like, okay, so it's, she's playing the same character. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought you just meant, like, that's the same actress that played a different teacher no, in a different scene. No, she played scene. the
1: kindergarten teacher. She kicked those boys out. They had to go. <laughs>
0: You're, I do remember that. And what's funny is because... I just watched that yeah. with you, like, uh, maybe well, had two months I not, ago.
1: had I not watched it with you, I wouldn't have remembered. That is so I, funny. I would have never made that connection. But Miss Butter. I, so, I want to know what, um, this is just me as a mom, okay? This okay. is just my mom talk here. I want to know what the shark represents in MJ's picture. <laughs> I didn't see the shark. The shark was, like, attacking the house. Really? It was, like, up here in the corner, going to take a big bite out of the house. Mommy's holding Jackson's hand. Daddy's the little bug over here. With And a shark. Here's the little with bug with
0: a hat on. With a hat on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh so I really <laughs> wanted to know the what shark The
0: Shark is Edie's husband. I love it, Chef Mark. That's, That's awesome. Good.
1: And you're probably so very right.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Anyway. Uh,
1: the shark is bugging me.
0: <laughs> the shark. It's yeah. Dave. It's so Dave. I really,
1: I really liked that. I would uh I would I l- almost I would almost like to see
0: what would our kids? paint? What our
1: kids would paint?
0: I would be scared to see what they would paint. Yeah, They're, they'll probably paint a picture of Dad in his studio <laughs> down in one little corner of the house, <laughs> really small and far away. I'm 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 sure of it.
1: <laughs> probably. In fact, if you sorry, if, if you, I just had a I I got a mental image as you were describing that and i wonder if they would draw you with clothes on or not <laughs>
0: hey ever since i started working with for myself and and knowing that this is my career i have made a point to put pants on every that single is not day true
1: because you came upstairs the other day and you're like i stumbled into the office and then i was really glad that that camera
0: wasn't
1: <laughs> And that just happened the other day.
0: Well, that's because I that was early in the morning, so anyway. and I was very glad that the camera had gotten frozen. That
1: night. <laughs> because it was on, it had just froze. It had
0: just froze, yeah. which was so a anyway. Good thing, which it was funny. Another reason why I wear pants now. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> how do we come back from that?
1: We just anyway. We just move forward. We just do. Okay,
0: yeah. so. If I you you bring up the question, you wonder what our kids would say. It's a perfect time for me to do something that we're, you know, we want to do here every now and then anyway. And that's to cross promote our shows. (gasps) And if you are interested in finding out, you know, if you have ever wondered for yourself, what would our kids paint our picture? You know, how would they paint our family? It was a real concern of mine. A huge concern of mine as a father and and being in the in the transition of so many different things going on in our family, transitioning from working uh, full time as an insurance agent and then all of a sudden starting our own business, doing podcasting, new media full time. And all the hours and stuff, there were some really real, there were some major concerns about what was going on in our kids' minds and stuff and and how involved I was. And if you go to familyfromtheheart.com, it's all spelled out, no breaks or anything, no dashes, familyfromtheheart.com. Listen to episode one. And really, the whole feeling that maybe if you were watching this episode and you looked at the pictures and and you kind of got that same question going on in your mind, oh, I wonder what they would write or what they would draw. Those kind of questions were going through my head, and it was a real concern of mine. And that's why we started the Family from the Heart podcast. And so uh, we, we, of course, have been reading some books to help us in our personal development, in our relationship as a husband and wife and as parents. And we definitely want you to uh, check that out if you have an opportunity. Familyfromtheheart.com.
1: Absolutely. So that's my shameless
0: so plug for did, another of our, did, our shows. You
1: did a great job. And um, I tied it in. You did.
0: Okay. What, what do you want to say And our friend about the Chef Mark
1: says um, your kids would draw mommy and daddy with headphones on their heads. And they probably would. We'd be like anywhere in the house and have headphones on. Or they would draw um, us, you streaming dinner.
0: <laughs> you, now, we've only done that twice.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. They would remember. They, and they would. would. You know.
0: Boys have sperm. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> this episode was so amazing.
1: That was so random.
0: <laughs> yes, well, I'm sorry, but for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I am so sorry if I have not explained to you in this episode in your brand new Torah show, we have a live internet audience that watches us as we're recording this, and there's a chat room over at gspn.tv slash live, and so there are people randomly throwing in words like intercourse, boys have sperm, uh, rolling on the floor laughing now, and so... Fun stuff. Yes, yeah, so I, thank you for pointing that, because I was like... Well, <laughs> (laughs) If somebody was listening, they're like, what? No, why did Cliff just say that? My gosh, he needs to get more sleep.
1: Yeah, I did like the way the episode started.
0: It was awesome. I, I just want the whole episode was amazing. I just want to say everything I thought Desperate Housewives was back when it first became popular. And, you know, all the actresses were being. Uh, interviewed on daytime television, and they would show clips of basically just Gabby having sex with the gardener. That's the only thing they ever showed, and it's the only um, promo clips I ever saw as commercials. But everything I thought Desperate Housewives was, this episode was the complete opposite, the antithesis of everything I thought the show was. In fact, this show, I would say is something I would recommend people watch. This was a great- as a healthy way of viewing ourselves. Mm-hmm. There was so much in this. And and I mean, I'm talking like th- th- this entire episode could be broken down probably into about 30 different Clips, two or three minute clips that could be played at the beginning of any sermon preached at church on family and friendship and relationships. And, you know, actually, I'm kind of proud and uh, in somewhat of a prideful way that that I I belong to a church (laughs) that literally has done a series in our church called Desperate Households. Yes, we have. And they did four weeks, Desperate in the Bedroom, uh, Desperate uh to survive the kids, desperate something or other and all that other stuff. But anyway, they did four desperate housewives or households. And they every week they opened it up with segments of the um with this with segments from the show. Right. And in essence, our church is what really opened up the door for me to even think about watching Desperate Housewives with you. And and in this episode, this one, Back in Business, Season 5, Episode 4, I think it is perfect. And it starts out with Brie and her friends coming over and they're all knocking on their door, but they're really not looking for this. What are they going there for, Steph?
1: She's presenting her new book. Yes, she she is showing them her 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 newest accomplishment, and um, <laughs> it, it. I love the voiceover. I love the voiceover, and they're all coming in, and she's like, "Your friends will." Um, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um chat room uh-huh. distraction. I'm sorry. Um, you know they'll they'll be jealous of your. Your your job and um, your clean home and your what was the, the your fancy recipes or, or whatever it was and your your taste in in belongings when Gabby picked up the purse but um, sometimes in life that can just not sometimes a lot of the time in life that can just be really true mm-hmm. really really true but then when you when as the episode progresses and you look you get to see more of Brie, you find out that it's not always, it's never greener on the other side, I don't think. Well, it, I don't... I, not I don't in know. the way that those people right. were seeing.
0: It. Right. It, a lot of... T- I will say that that success oftentimes most times comes at great sacrifice. Right. So to 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 attain to anything, it takes a lot to get there. And so, you know, you have to be willing to pay the costs. Absolutely. And so I I think that that's uh, that's a part of it. And the the thing is, though, is is Brie really found herself backed into a couple corners, mm-hmm. you know, and and she was faced, and and as a as somebody who is now in business for themselves for the very first time, and and this whole year has been a major life, um, I have a, a, basically a, a whole lesson in life. I mean, just more, actually several of them, one right after the other. And I am learning so much now that I own my own business, uh, a different way of thinking about so many different things. And I must say that while I do believe that um, I, I love how they said that, you know, they were talking about the facts that she's got book, you know, she's got the books and she's doing the radio campaign and the magazine ad, ad campaign and she, and she says, but don't worry. You know, somebody says, don't worry. I don't think anything's going to change. She goes, that's right. Don't worry. I'm not going to be stuck up, stuck up and, or and, become stuck up full, of, full myself. of myself. And she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I didn't <laughs> say you weren't going to do that. I just said you weren't going to change. Right. But I don't think that everything that happened to her was a, was." You know, the fact that she's stuck up and full of herself, although I think she is, you know, she, but I mean, at, the one thing is, is that she is so busy and so caught up in what she's doing that it's I think hard, it's been hard for her to see that she's been su- stuck up and full of herself.
1: Yeah, but can she really use that as the excuse for. I mean, she hasn't always been in business for herself. She hasn't always been writing um, this wave of success but yet, her character has always been like this.
0: Okay, so you think so? It's it's more of a personality thing, I think so. anyway. I gotcha. do. So the question is: Is it possible for her to change? And did they show that at the end of this episode with the gift that she gave to Orson?
1: I see. I still think that I think that that was selfish on her part. I think she did it for herself, not for him.
0: I I would disagree. Okay. But, okay. Um, I think, I believe that she recognized the error of her ways. You think and, so? Yeah, right. I, I, and I'm glad Orson did what he did. I, I'm not much for passive aggressive, okay? I don't believe in passive aggressive. But I do believe in, in in you know, tough love and, and communicating. And, and Orson did it in a, in a passive aggressive way. But he communicated. He's like, listen. You are so full of yourself. You know, you say that we're in this. You, you say you are upset. You say you are hurt because I told you this. You say that we're a team, but really, you are so stuck on yourself. And I, I love that Lynette. Of course, Lynette was way out of line. I think you know it, it Lynette. It you, you can't, you can't be upset because somebody doesn't like your. Your ad campaign, right? You know, it's not a guarantee just because somebody's your friend that you're going to use them and their services. That's it's not that's not a given. I mean, it. I mean, maybe if I'd say maybe it's different if it's you know this person's offering you you know this service and it's the exact same service and the exact same thing you know and if it's a friend versus somebody that's not a friend, if it if it's the same thing, you go with the friend. But this was something creative, and and so basically, it, it's not the same thing. And she liked the other better, and 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 then and also there's the whole bringing in the friend into the business.
1: See, I wouldn't bring in the friend.
0: See, that's what I'm saying. And so I I, I think that number one, the ads did not look very good. And and number two, it the bringing in Lynette and hiring her as your freelance might be a little awkward on on the relationship. So, but Bree's got a couple different things that she's facing there, and and it all hit her at the last minute, right before they go to announce her uh, award. And and if anything, I love that, and I'm gonna try to shut up for a little bit and let you get some words in, but.
1: You're doing fine. No,
0: I got I got some feedback God. earlier. He's like, on these chick flick shows, let Stephanie talk more. I just get so excited, and I'm, and I know that sometimes it's late and you're not as excited. No, I'm, I,
1: I am excited. I just, um, I, I am excited about it. You're just so fun when you to watch you because if people even knew what. It meant for me just that you actually watch the show with me now, mm-hmm. let alone that you're, you you want to talk about it. And <laughs> I'm just, I sit back and watch yeah. you enjoy this show.
0: Well, the, the, I just want to say in Brie I saw something exciting when she, when her son calls, what's her son's name? Andrew. When Andrew calls and said that, you, you know, they want to have you, they, they are, you're going to be the businesswoman of the year. And she goes, oh, that is so great. And she looks over at her friends and she's she recognizes like, you know what? I reckon I've al- I've already been riding the line here. I'm not laying this one on him. And so she says, oh, it was a dry cleaner. He found an outfit or whatever. I admire that in Brie. Okay. See, that wasn't that wasn't stuck up and full of herself, you know, and, and and you know what? She has worked hard. I think that I think that what Lynette said at the end is absolutely true. She she has worked hard and and she deserves to be proud and her friends should be excited. They should. And I lo- and and I love the line, we're bitter we're bitterly jealous but, but we're proud. proud. Bitterly jealous but we're proud. Yeah. That so anyway, a good line. yes. So what do you think, Steph? Uh, jealousy and and, and seeing you I'm sure we all deal with it so tell me tell me how this relates to you anything specific run through your mind in the area of being jealous of other people and some of the things that they have no
1: because I fight it um I I strive so hard in my life just to be content with what I have and where I'm at that um I don't really I I don't really contend with jealousy
0: not right now but you have in the past. I have in the
1: past before I became before I became making a uh, an effort to be content.
0: Well, I was just asking just for those who might struggle. Is there something you can share that that in the past you've had an issue with um, being excited for a friend who's got something really excited going on in their life? And at the same time, you're happy for them, but you're inside. You feel a little part of you dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I, from the moment I got married, wanted children right away, very badly. And um, now I'll tell you, I'm so glad that I waited. But um, I, I did. I, I wanted to have a baby very bad. And Cliff and I had been married a year. And I was still wanting a child really, really bad. And um, my cousin had just gotten married in the summer and by fall she was pregnant and i was crushed i was crushed and um about four months later another friend got pregnant Mm -hmm. and another and another and another and so all of our all of our friends were having babies um you still weren't ready and that had to go through something terrible where can i share this story
0: I don't know what story it is.
1: Okay, then I won't because it paints you in a bad light.
0: Okay, well then let's not do that one. <laughs>
1: okay, so then, I mean, we were going through through things at home and people around us were just continually having kids and <laughs> no, Mark, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> tell evil Chef Mark to go away
0: <laughs>
1: and bring my friend back. Um,
0: now you got to tell people what evil Chef Mark is.
1: It's his alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> on twitter yes we so, use this service called twitter yeah, and
0: he has uh he's in alter, canada
1: still <laughs> he
0: has an alter ego <laughs> ego uh
1: evil chef mark yeah username yep. on twitter yes he does and that's where he you know says the things that he
0: he wouldn't say he otherwise wouldn't say
1: otherwise
0: although right. i love chef mark he he's, <laughs> he's 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 like you in a way that he'll say anything anyway
1: I know. <laughs> what, anyway. What, anyway, so... Um,
0: we love you, Chef so, Mark.
1: I was just, I was um, dealing with a lot in, in wanting to have kids and struggling to wait until um, you were ready, until, really, until I was ready. Because at that point, it was just something that I wanted so bad that I never even considered whether I would be ready or not. And Anyway, by the time we made the decision um, that we were ready to have a baby, then it took a long time for us to actually get pregnant. And that was really difficult for me because I just assumed that, you know, I was young, I was healthy, and by golly, I wanted to get pregnant, so I should just be able to be pregnant. It, it, was, it was a ridiculously long year um, waiting for it and – in the meantime, my cousin who got pregnant before me was now having her second child. And
0: I'm <laughs> like, so.
1: why does God hate me? You know, and so I really, I really dealt with a lot of jealousy Then in that, in probably a two year time frame. Just because I, and yeah.
0: So these people around us were all excited and... You know, and you wanted you know, to you be excited. You can only go to
1: so many baby showers when when you want to be the one having a baby shower,
0: right? So absolutely, and of course, you know, in in seeing this in Brie and especially for somebody, you know, well, you you actually all of them, you know, you've got you have Gabby, you know, eyeing and and um envying the purse and the fine clothes and you got lynette who used to be b- businesswoman of the year and who else did we have susan what would susan envy
1: the what, what? breeze cooking
0: oh yeah the the fancy recipes yeah. and stuff and
1: susan's an she, out-of-the-box she, takeout kind of girl
0: <laughs> and susan's also the klutz and and has mm-hmm. er, she messes everything up and and breeze more of the perfectionist and doesn't graceful and exactly yep. So yeah, so basically, and but the thing is, is, and
1: Gabby is the things. Yeah, I really want to see her stop struggling with the things.
0: Yeah, that I think I they're do. gonna hit that one. A she, 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 she was heavy into the things, and she was. That's not she something was. you break free from easily.
1: No, it's not. And
0: I still struggle with the things. And
1: I, we all struggle with things because that's what our culture tells us that we're supposed to be striving for. Right. But I. I really admired the relation not admired that's the wrong word. I really liked the way they portrayed the relationship between Carlos and Gabby in this episode. Mm-hmm. They really showed them to have a strong marriage, yeah now, and so I really want to see more of them focusing on that than on her obsession with things
0: and, and I think they did that more the only The only thing with things we saw was the holding the purse, yes. That was the only thing. So the rest of it was very much focused on a very healthy marriage. Um, And so let's talk about, you know, some of the things. Carlos and Gabby talking about the play date, making Gabrielle spin (laughs) because play dates equal. What did I say, Gabrielle? Yeah. I'm sorry. Juanita.
1: I I thought they were going to have the kid vomit. That would have been great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so Juanita going to play date equals sex during the day.
1: I can relate to that, <laughs> you know, but no, what Gabby was talking about is, you know, you got to wait until the kids are asleep and then you're so tired. It's just, what'd she call it? Uh, a, oh, a quick fondle and a snore or something, something like that. Something like
0: that. Groping. Groping something.
1: in a snore. Um, yeah. But uh, so it's, it's true. We will do things and crazy things. With our children during the day to have some to have some private time,
0: <laughs> some private time. I like how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let, let's go ahead and talk about the blind sex thing. Of course, okay. that you know, that's one of those things. Of course, we saw this in the previews. And so that was kind of ruined for us. Right. I mean, we even we they even showed us them being caught. See, now I would have been completely cool with them showing us the the. You know, the blind sex, the blindfold and stuff right. like that. But it, what, a, what a shocker it would have been had we not known that, that was Juanita gonna was going to see him.
1: That would have been great. So, it really would have. See,
0: that's that's what I'm saying is like I understand now why people don't like to watch the, yeah. the previews at the end because that totally ruined that moment. I mean, it it would have been it would have been. I mean, it was it funny. would have been hilarious. It was had they funny. not shown
1: you that clip. It would
0: have been right. extremely hilarious. I get
1: that. Uh, we had friends, and obviously, I won't mention any names. <laughs> yeah, but,
0: let's not.
1: <laughs> but when their daughter was about four years old, um, she walked in on on them having sex. But her concern was that Daddy kicked the cat off of the bed <laughs> in the process, and so. Um, anyway, it's just, it happens. It happens.
0: It hasn't you know? happened here yet. <laughs> knocking on, on wood. Or knocking on some wood.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I get them telling her that they were wrestling and then she's like, well, wait, daddy is much bigger and, um... Him saying it was natural. She's like, "Look, if she was here in the last five minutes, what she saw was not natural." Uh, I love how he said
0: Thanks for that, by the way.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it was. It it happens, and see, can I can I just say
0: that's how you can do sex in a TV show without putting it in people's face too. Absolutely. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They did not show. That was not a gratuitous grotesque love scene right. and even if it's you know even as husband and wife i would even, i mean
1: clearly they alluded to the fact that they had hot sex yes but we didn't have to watch it first. exactly
0: and so that I, I just i love that they did that you I know and, and just uh, com- i commend the writing and the producers and everybody please i i love that i i love that they did that without having to show us i, d- I the too. fact that she says you know and, and he says thanks for that it's like enough <laughs> right, said enough said right
1: and it was funny and both men and women can relate to i mean you know you can you can relate to that um i was the whole time um <laughs> my my parents used to say getting comfortable which <laughs> is funny anyway cliff and i used to have a phrase that we would say when we were somewhere <laughs>
0: prayer we were in no, prayer time no, no. we were going
1: to go take a nap
0: we were gonna take that.
1: Which clearly now we have three children, a nap meets a nap.
0: <laughs> I Do you remember when we used to when we were in church and, and and on staff we used to tell people we were gonna go do visitation?
1: No, I don't remember that. <laughs> that must have only been yours, babe.
0: Come on, it was there. Okay. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Um. Reminds me. I about. was right. I was on board with Carlos the entire time to just tell her what they were doing. Because clearly, I have been up front with our kids. Mm-hmm. We have been up front with our kids. We use all the right terminology. Um, when we had McKenna, Megan started asking lots of questions about how the baby got in my belly. And you know she was five, which is just a year older than this character is supposed to be. And I sat down and we had a conversation about what happens, you know, and... Clearly it was age appropriate and, um, you know, we've had more talks over the last several years, but, um, so I was right. I was right with him as to telling her, you know, what was, what was happening. But one thing that I clearly made a point to tell my kids, is Mm -hmm. sorry, my chin hit the microphone when I was emphasizing clearly was that, Um, If you have questions or if you want to know something that you need to ask mommy and daddy, because what we talk about in our house might not be what your friend's parents tell them about sex. Right. And so what we talk about in our house is it's between us and we don't tell anyone else information. I did it again. (laughs) We don't tell anyone else information about it anyway so
0: right so it it was definitely maybe
1: they needed to emphasize that a little more
0: (laughs) well the thing is is that you can't just go right into the conversation and have all that and lay it on them at at one time and 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 not have any it just seems like you know unfortunately that's one of the can
1: see you haven't had this discussion with a child
0: okay all right, so yeah, okay, you can. But the thing is, is that uh, if anything, I, never mind. I'm not going to go there because the show didn't go there in this episode, and I okay. have a feeling that they're going to travel in some new directions. They're gonna, okay. they're gonna. I think they're going to address the fact that that they were sitting on the couch, and it's like go get it yourself kind of stuff, and 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 things like that. And I think they're very hands off. It looks, it seems like in their parenting. Okay, right? It, it, it's, it's. They're not taking some initiative they're they're not meal planning they're not doing things to address some of the the other issues and so i don't i don't want to definitely go there they they hinted and alluded to some things in this episode in the last episode and even one before mm-hmm. that and i'm 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 hopeful i'm i'm thankful that they're showing uh, uh the family end of this through right. through gabrielle or gabby yeah yeah, G- yeah. gabby and Carlos, I, I I really like the this five year forward thing for them. I, I really do. And 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 again, remarkable job of how they make her look. In your own words, frumpy. Frumpy. I, I, it's, it's just amazing how how they've. Uh, you know what they're doing. What
1: all they're doing is layer layering her clothes. Mm-hmm. Have you paid attention? No. She's always got on two shirts. Always, She's Yeah, but, but I'm
0: talking about her the, her makeup, yeah, the know, way her makeup's you her on. lack
1: of makeup. <laughs>
0: in, in, in her hair and just, I mean, just the way. That would
1: be so much fun. I bet for Eva Longoria, that's got to be great mm-hmm. because she can just wake up and go to work and they don't have to fix her hair.
0: <laughs> the bad thing is, I bet you they spend Every hours I know. making it look that I bad. I wonder
1: if they put rollers in it to make it look like that. <laughs> because I can just wake up. Right. And, and and look like that.
0: All right. So let's talk about. Um, Actually,
1: when I wake up, I don't even look that good.
0: <laughs> so. Who do you want to talk about next? We can talk about um, Orson and Brie, their relationship. We can talk about Tom and Dave.
1: I want to talk about Susan and Mike.
0: And Susan and Mike. So Susan and Mike, what do you want to say before I get to any of my notes? Because I, I want to give you the opportunity to talk. Okay.
1: When they were in the emergency room. Because uh, MJ sprained his elbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> anyway, sprained his arm and... Which was a hilarious story. Clearly, Susan was wrong. She does lots of wrong things, but they make for really great funny TV. When they were in the emergency room, talking about how he's always so far away, he's not around, he's, you know, whatnot. He's, she says... um, There's just nothing else that you can do. You know, pretty much you just have to accept it for what it is. There's nothing else that you can do. And I disagree with her because he can fight for his family. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm just...
0: When you say fight for his family, like fight to get her back?
1: Absolutely. Clearly, they're still in love with each other. Yeah. Okay. I still think that they're in love with each other.
0: Yeah. I would say that they're hinting at that that for sure.
1: They didn't know how to... To communicate through a tragedy, mm-hmm. but I think that they are very much still in love with each other, Yeah, and him being across the street is, is the first step to him being in the house.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I want to make a prediction right now that it's Dave that's going to bring the two of them back together as a couple and recommitting to their marriage because and,
1: they will bond when Dave attacks.
0: I think so. Which by the way, can we just ask just
1: go ahead? Cause that's all that I wanted to say about Susan and Mike is that I, I hope that it I, doesn't take all season to get them back together.
0: I do want to say that I, again, there, there was a phrase that was spoken that again, I things that, you know, obviously there are, there's a great deal of things that are in these shows that go against my own personal principles and values. All right. And and there's no question about that. And sometimes when they push so far to the edge, I say things and, and that's that should be no, you know, <laughs> that's not breaking news for anybody that listens to our podcasts. However, when occasionally there are times when they'll say things that go right along with our principles and values. And uh, tonight was one of them. And Mike says, be, you know, being divorced is a lot, whole lot
1: harder than I thought it would be. It's like that's the absolute truth. And 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 it's I've it's, I've never been divorced. Clearly, I don't plan on being divorced. Um, I told Cliff when I married him, I would kill him first, <laughs> and I stand by that decision. Right. But I am the. I have I have lived through several divorces of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, not not only my parents' divorce, but then when my dad and my stepmom of of 12 years divorced that was very difficult when i was a teenager and
0: yeah and my parents uh, my mom and my real dad divorced when i was extremely young and even at 35 even today there are times when that divorce brings about strife and uh issues right, and emotional absolutely. stuff and I'll tell you what, it, it is the only thing that makes me despise Christmas and Thanksgiving.
1: It it does make it difficult. And we've said on numerous podcasts how over the last three years that, you know, we have yeah. four because both of our, our families are, are divorced. And so it makes it very difficult on the kids. And now we're seeing on, on Mike's character, well, and in Susan, mm-hmm. and in Susan, how it is difficult It's not the easy
0: fix. It's not the easy fix. All right. So um, I I like I like that they brought that up and they talked about it. And then when I think it's a little odd for Mike to live across the street. I think it's a little odd for the painter to be. Having so many sleepovers but and they I, drink lots of wine and they drink lots of wine and they clearly make this you know this is going on quite a bit that he's you know a, he's in the picture right <laughs> you know what i'm saying right and and again and I,
1: dad's a bug I, and, I mean he's holding mom's hand and dad's bug yeah
0: yeah and and so like i said you guys know where i stand on some of that stuff so i i'm not gonna bore you to tears with the with the way i feel about some of the things that they portray i'm pointing out a lot of the great things I did love about this episode. The other thing I, I do love about the show and, and it's completely unrelated to the story being told, but tonight it just, it just jumped out at me how much I love the music during the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what kind of music you call that. It's like, doo, 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 doo. It's you know, it, music. It, it, it's, it sets the mood and it makes this show fun to watch and i was just very uh what's the word uh, conscious of it okay and so and chef mark says it's the underscoring but the the actual type of music right. that it is it just really makes you feel like this is just fun you know it it it's it, it puts you in the right mood and and i love how it does that
1: absolutely so
0: Anyway, music of the show. I'm very,
1: I'm very alert to music in television shows. That's, I think the music in One Tree Hill is one of the reasons that it's one of my favorite shows ever Mm -hmm. is the music in that, that show is amazing.
0: Yeah. But see, that's the, the, the difference though. And I'll point out and, and I I agree. I I don't watch One Tree Hill, but I've been, I've been in the room when you're watching it, that show has amazing music. But it's usually all artists. It's in it, right. and, and even more so, it's mostly independent style artists. Mm-hmm. And, and a little bit of the, you know, folk indie kind of music, which I love. And so I think that's great. But this is No,
1: I I know what you mean. I was gonna I was it's going like to, the
0: orchestra yeah. kind of I'm just gonna
1: make the difference right. between the two. Yeah,
0: cool. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. Please forgive me.
0: All right. So, um Orson lied to Bree about yeah. not having employment and we've already kind of touched on that. And the other thing that I wanted to say is um it was uh, well, you know what we already covered that. You know, the fact is she she didn't want to hire him and then she got him the gift and I think that that's cool. I you know what? Husband comes before Catherine.
1: Absolutely. You know, absolutely. She shouldn't have let Catherine bully her in the first place. Oh, manipulation, manipulation,
0: manipulation. For those of you who listen to this and you listen to our our church's watermark sermon that we put in the all inclusive feed this week is uh, we're doing it. Dealing our,
1: with manipulative people.
0: Yes. Yes. What Stephanie just said. We're doing a whole series on life would be easier if it just weren't for people. No doubt. Manipulators.
1: C- Brief, all right that's the truth
0: and so in th- wrapping things up here unless somebody wants to call in the, the number is on the screen right just in case somebody does want to call in uh <laughs> feel free to do so but we are about how ready to wrap
1: for how long before edie finds finds dave's uh briefcase of drugs
0: no doubt well he's got it locked i mean that's a how long she before might find she's to him I think she's starting to
1: Because she's a smart girl and if they play her off to not figure him out, I don't think I'm gonna like that.
0: Yeah, they're 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 leaning towards that.
1: You know. But
0: talking about manipulation, they certainly did show Tom getting manipulated in this episode. Oh my goodness. Why don't you tell us about that stuff?
1: I don't remember, but go ahead.
0: The guitar player guy. <laughs> no,
1: I remember. Tom really wanted this this dude to do it and he's no Mike. It, it was it was the only way
0: it was the only way. Right. It's like, dude, he's out, you know, yeah. come on uh, and have have Mike call me. Stephanie, you said something during this one. You said you finally I, I'm with you on this one now. Yeah. The whole Dave is there to get after Mike right? and Susan. I, I Clue me in I here. I wasn't
1: completely sold on on the idea of that being the storyline for that character.
0: Really? What what no. did you think his interest was? I didn't know. Was? Okay. But now you're sold on it? Absolutely. Really? He cool. made too
1: much of a fuss about Mike in this episode.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And,
1: so. Uh, so, yeah. Hands down. That, that's what he's there for. Well, cool.
0: I, 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 I thought I, and thought I, I had already... I would love to see
1: him get stabbed in the back with a picket fence during the tornado.
0: <laughs> What's that all about? Is that That's uh, what
1: happens to useless husbands on this show. <laughs> is that right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, anyway... We want to just say thank you to our Plus members. This is a Plus member only episode of the, uh, what is this? Great, no, Desperate Housewives fan podcast. I had to think of which show it was. You Plus members make the world go round, and uh, of course we. Okay, wa-
1: did Beth type that before I said it because I so didn't know she typed that.
0: I don't know. It's ten fifty three when she wrote that. It's ten fifty four now. I think it's on the <laughs> fence whether or not she wrote it.
1: Because <laughs> I didn't see it, and then I anyway. So That's funny.
0: Anyway, we want to say thank you to the Plus members. And for those of you who have purchased this episode for a dollar, uh, thank you so much. We want to encourage you to check out some of our other podcasts, uh, especially one like Family from the Heart. And uh, we we just uh, would love for you to check out some of the other shows that we produce. And uh, what else do we want to say? Um, just a big announcement. If you haven't been to the forum lately, you definitely want to hop on board now. And if you've been in the forum in the past and you thought, oh, this is nice, there's some great people here, well, come back. Because recently I've decided that uh, that is going to be the central hub for communication and connection for the community, uh, really tying people together and and building relationships. And it has been massive, just Literally hundreds of people on the forum every day now are reading and 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 then you got several people more posting. We just love it. There's a section for desperate housewives among many other television shows that you probably watch. And if there's a show you watch that's not there, you let me know. We'll. We'll get it added so you can talk about it, and uh, we just really want to invite you to join our community, and not just to connect with us. Although we that's we would love to connect with you personally, but we want to connect you with each other. And so that's that's what's really awesome about the community forum. And uh, I do want to let people know, and I, we'll probably mention this in the future, but in a separate episode. But we did get nominated for some podcast awards. And voting is going to be coming up on October 23rd. More details about that will be coming out. So I'm going to ask you if you're not on the mailing list, please send an email to feedback at gspn.tv and ask to be added to the list and we'll get you on there. Do you have anything else, Stephanie?
1: No, I All don't. Right. Cool. I, I really don't.
0: <laughs> oh, wrong one. There we go. That's better.
1: Too funny.
0: So uh, we want to say thank you. We'll be back again next week with another episode of the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. And uh, yeah, until then, we'll see you in the forum over at TV slash forum. Are you going to say join the community? I
1: was waiting for you. How
0: do you want to do that? Should we just say it together or do you want to just say it? It doesn't matter. All right. You just say it. All right. On your mark, get set, Go
1: join the community.
0: That was cheesy enough.
1: Works for me.